Hi, everyone. It's Rachel and the City, and this is show number two in my little podcasting experiment. This week on the show, I interviewed Chad Cochran, also known as Cowtown Chad. He's a music photographer known for his stunning portraits of Americana musicians, and he has a great photo essay in the latest edition of No Depression, where he married his photos with stories about mental health. We hung out at the Baby Robot Day Party last week at Americana Fest, and so I thought that would be a great opportunity to talk to him and learn more about the project and just him in general. We started the interview in a quiet room that was a little too echoey, and so we were directed to another room that might be a better fit. And then, of course, the first band playing that day did their sound check in the room above us, which did not make for ideal recording conditions. But we went with it. So put on some headphones or just turn it up. I'm still figuring out this whole on-the-go interview style. So lesson learned for me. Anyway, here we go. Chad Cochran. Good morning. Where are we? We are in Nashville, Tennessee at Americana Fest. Awesome. Good to see you. You as well. We are both exhausted. We have both been here all week long. Um, Chad is a world-renowned musician photographer mostly in the Americana scene um, but he started out doing landscapes so why don't you tell us how this all happened for you sure um, so definitely was like a little bit late to the game I'm 47 years old and I didn't own a camera until I was 40 and grew up in a incredibly small town in Ohio and when I started taking photos I kind of went with what I knew so I started with old barns and farmhouses and kind of like the the darker side of Ohio and rural, rural landscapes and one day I got a message about three years in from Lydia Loveless who shot me a note and said hey you take really pretty pictures of Ohio would you ever consider putting a human being in those and that was kind of the like what ignited it and from there uh, it's either gone downhill, downhill or uphill however you look at it so how many years have you been coming to Americana Fest I think this is, I think the first year I came was 2014, so I think this is year five. Right, and you also do live photography. I do, yeah, so, and that's been a bit of a transition too. So mostly I started with live photography um, when I started doing music, and then I've transitioned, I don't want to say almost exclusively, but heavily uh, with portrait work, and so that's what I do during the day while I'm here. I do portraits and schedule sessions do some editing in the afternoon and try to get my one meal in a day like right. we all like we all do uh, while we're here and then I go back out and I volunteer for the festival and uh, and I shoot some shows for them at night and but you have a studio in Ohio right and you're from Cleveland I do so I, I grew I, I live currently live in Cleveland Ohio um, and yeah so about a year ago I guess not quite a year ago I guess it was in January I um, went in with a, one of my friends from college. She had an art studio at a location called 78th Street Studios. Cool spot in Cleveland, old warehouse, tons of artists in there. And she and I split a space. So I have a, we built a, essentially a studio within a studio. And I have a portrait studio inside of there and, and do portraits um, out of Cleveland uh, when I'm home. So when musicians are coming through town, they just hit you up and say, it's a perfect fit because yeah. you know Cleveland, Cleveland or Columbus or Akron tends to be a stop if people are heading towards Detroit or Buffalo or Pittsburgh. Um, so the, there's usually a general uh, pass through with Cleveland, and so yeah. So you know now I know enough people that my buddies will actually just spend the night with me 
you yeah. know, and I have I have a makeshift studio in my basement that I use. And matter of fact, it's the one I used to, uh, for the longest time when I first got started. Um, and then for other like you know bigger people that are that are not spending the night with me, right. um, yeah, we just go to my studio and do it there. Cool. Do you do any other festivals or just Americana Fest? Um, so it kind of just depends. Um, my my schedule is always full um so i'm just it's, it's kind of like whatever fits and i've i've done everything from the high water festival and i've shot the uh there's a amazing festival in ohio called nelsonville music festival um that is just great and then last year i shot a metal festival called incarceration that's at the old uh, mansfield state penitentiary where they filmed shawshank right and they did a metal show and tattoo convention there at the same time and so it was Incredibly. must have gotten some amazing photos. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta hang out with some people, um, and you make weird connections too. Um, the the bass player from the band Lit. Oh yeah. Is actually a phenomenal photographer and has worked with everybody, like including Eddie Van Halen, and um, you know it's not necessarily one of those connections that you think you would make. Right. And he and I both admire each other's work, so I gotta hang out with those guys for a little bit. And, yeah. Um, I would say that's like a, a little bit outside of like what people probably would would box me in as. And it turns out those guys are super nice, and I think even a couple of them live here in Nashville. Right. And you kind of get recognized now when you are out. I see people take photos of you and tag you. Yeah, it's, uh, it is absolutely um, weird and almost ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but I think probably flattering is probably the best way to say it. Um, you know, there are definitely photographers out there that I also admire, and I'm sure that if I saw them, at a festival or a photo pit, I'd be like, oh my God, look who that is. Right, totally. Would, you know, and I would be super excited about it. So I think that's great. And and um, I think the thing that I that I really try to be is approachable. Yeah. Um, because so many, I think people create, you know, what whatever character yeah. they create right. you as. Like he's too big for me. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's ridiculous, you know, like I, uh, I, I love it when people approach me. You know, obviously, I need to shoot the show. Right, uh, It right. may not be able to, you know, chit-chat right then. Um, but once I get my shots, I'm happy to just, you know, catch up with people. And uh, I get tons of people that message me through social media. And I try to respond to every single one of those people. And social media, your Cowtown chat. Yep. I use a moniker. I used to live in Columbus, Ohio. I always feel obligated to say this. Because when people see me, they're like, oh, that guy's not in cowboy boots and shirtless and in bib overalls chewing on straw. Right. Um, <laughs> he looks like a Western dad right <laughs> um, but yeah so when I lived in Columbus Ohio State at one point used to be an agricultural school so a lot of people refer to it as Cowtown I gotcha way before I realized that I think cities like Fort Worth and Kansas City also use the term Cowtown so a lot of people come up to me like oh that's cool you're from Texas oh. I was like oh no, not really no. you know um, but then you know I always jokingly say it's kind of like picking a bad band name and then uh, you're stuck with it. And then you're stuck with it. And yeah. so I've kind of, I'm not really sure it's the best representation, but it's, um, I guess to my advantage, it's very memorable. So people will come up to me and they will address me as Cowtown Chad. And I, you know, I'm usually pretty quick to interject and say, you can just call me Chad. Right? That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Well, um, one of the reasons we're talking today is because you had a big spread and no depression um, and the fall quarter mm -hmm. and it was called I didn't want to tell you and it was um, musicians and they talked about mental health issues yep. so do you want to tell me all about that how that came about and why you got involved absolutely so so all the way back at my first Americana Fest I had kind of hatched this idea that 
there were a couple people that I had done photos for, like portraits, but I was just terrible at it. Like I wasn't very good. Um, but I still had this this vision that when I was spending time with music with musicians, I had started to notice a lot of parallels in their stories. Like there was either you know some of them hadn't dealt with addiction, or some of them have dealt with alcoholism, or um, or like some traumatic event when they were a when they were young, and so. I came up with this idea that what if I did, it started as, a, as a, a studio idea. I was gonna do an art show where I would do a picture of the musician and then beside it would be like either a handwritten note or a t you know I would use a typewriter to type out these notes where they talked about um, a story that they'd never told anybody or a story that they'd only told a small circle of friends and, around mental health. And I loved the concept and it went nowhere. I pitched it for about three years and it was just like, dead on arrival every single time and I realized finally I had you know I'd had some conversations with people and I could tell that like when I gave the the idea of the concept that's where the roadblock was so about a year ago I came up with an idea and I was like well you know we're now in a, in a we're living in a time when there when a lot more people are affected by mental health we've unfortunately lost a lot of great people out there and I think people are, are more willing to talk about their stories and their struggles, like almost as a, uh, not only just to get it out there, but for themselves as well. Like they needed to, you know, kind of like cleanse their system of the story. And so I changed the concept to how has mental health played a role in your life? And it was like, I, that was the key. Like that was all I had to do. It's all in the pitch. It is. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. You know, I know something about that. I know you do. And so, um, finally I had people who were willing to either talk about a friend or their mom and dad or their uncle or their sister or um, or themselves and so it, it, it opened up the conversation a bit more and provided them whatever avenue they chose to take on the story it didn't necessarily have to be about them they could choose to kind of pick and piece what they felt comfortable sharing and it stuck and it worked. And do you want to talk about who did it in No Depression? Absolutely. Um, I'll give you a few of the people because put me on the spot. Let's see if I can remember everybody. Um, no, Elizabeth Cook. Elizabeth Cook. Steve Poles. Yep. Uh, John Paul White. Sarah Shook. Jamie Harris. How am I doing? I know there's a number six. Um, oh, Lydia Loveless. Lydia Loveless. Yeah, yeah. Lydia. It took me a second. There all to comes back it. to Lydia Loveless. It all came back to Lydia. So yeah. um, they were all incredibly sweet, incredibly, I was, I was proud that they trusted me uh, with their stories and incredibly fortunate that No Depression was putting a wellness issue together. So the, the concept worked perfectly uh, with what they were doing. And do you want to talk about why the mental health issue is important to you? Yeah. So, so in addition to hearing all of these stories, I, I also was dealing with um, some issues with my father. So about the mid eighties, my dad had a couple back surgeries, became addicted to opioids. And that was a situation, or I guess that became his life for the next decades at that point. And he, he passed a few years ago. He had several complications, um, but definitely the, you know, the, the, the pills played a role. And so I was being affected by that. Like every time they would tell a story, I felt like I had a secret that I wasn't being very forthcoming about and really wasn't very comfortable talking about because I think we, there's still a piece of speaking about mental health that is, 
easiest conversation is they they asked me so like when you know it's I'm just dad to them like whoever whatever musician I work with means nothing to them <laughs> you know they're like are you gonna be at the soccer game on Thursday right like that, for them uh, but one of them you know they they looked through the article when it came out and they said why did you choose to do this and I said well here's the thing so the the I didn't want to tell you is the name of it and the the tagline to it is normalizing the conversation around mental health and I said well it's very simple I go in, in the United States and I go I don't know if it's everywhere but let's talk about what we know at least here if you twisted your ankle and really hurt it you would just go get that taken care of you would go to your doctor or the emergency room and get your ankle fixed but whenever we have something wrong with our brain we don't follow the same protocol we don't we don't go hey I'm having dark thoughts or th things aren't right I th there's a there's a a barrier between going and seeking help when it's your brain versus any other part of your body and so that's really you know what I what I wanted to do with the story is be able to say hey it's not just you right we're all in this together I think I think that if anything um, the trick that our parents play on us when are when we are younger is they try to say you are you you're the individual you're there's nobody like you yeah. you know that kind of yeah. a thing when the reality is is that that's not true right. at all that so many of us share the same commonalities uh, and and whether you want to hear it or not can be bucketed into different categories pretty quickly so I wanted people to know that it's not just you like we're all in this together there are additionally there are resources out there and that that's in the magazine too that you can go and seek help and get help if you need it talking to me I know that we have a million things to do today so we're gonna keep it short this time plus I can't really form sentences <laughs> thank you so much for your time I really appreciate it good seeing you, uh, you too. Okay, that was fun. The music in this week's show was Coal Country by Charles Wesley Godwin. Thanks to him. And if you have not checked out his record yet, you need to get on that. Anyway, we kept it short because we were both exhausted and the music just kept getting louder. Anyway, thanks for listening and check out the latest edition of No Depression for Chad's Peace. And you can follow him on socials by searching Cowtown Chad. A few people have implored me to get this thing up on regular podcasting channels. And to them I say, I'm working on it. Thanks for listening and thanks for everyone that's reached out and said that they've enjoyed the show so far. I'm going to try to keep it going. Have a good one.